This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Oh, the burdens a great wizard such as myself must bear low. But we do all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep things like, oh, I don't know, being responsible for the loss of your fellow wizard's immortality all bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. Going to therapy has taught me that I don't have to react to every emotion I feel, even though those emotions are valid. Sometimes taking a moment is all you need to respond in a way that's truer to your values. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash magic today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot slash magic. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. People of Earth, the following podcast is not real. Remember how last week we were saying we'd rather listen to anything instead of another episode recorded in Cowboy World? And then we had to listen to Chunt trying to host a regular episode by himself? I don't know about you, but that felt like a baseball bat with careful what you wish for bedazzled lengthwise across it right upside the head. So, like Orlando Bloom crawling back to the Pirates franchise after skipping Dead Men Tell No Tales, let's just toss our pride in the recycling bin and get this over with. Sit back and enjoy the show. Yes. Uh, I think it's time you uh, did the thing you do. You know the, you know our version of Arnie. He ain't back yet, so you're gonna have to pick Wait, up the he, slack, as they say. Well, I filled in doing the podcast last week, and look, don't get me wrong, I love doing the podcast, but he's not back. He's still not back after last week. Ain't seen not had no hair of him, so I expect you'll do just as well. You seem to be a very similar sort of fella, and uh, despite the the very strangeness of. Uh, of your different color eyes, I suppose I will allow you to continue uh, to be the temporary host of this show. And I hope that we can bury the revolver, as it were. 
I feel so silly about trying to lobotomize you last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just, yeah. it feels so silly. And you were very much like, ah, don't you lobotomize me. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't. That's exact. I said it a little more musically than that. Yeah, but. yeah. But I didn't want to try and make you simple minded. So mm-hmm. I do apologize for that. I just got swept up in the moment. And of course, the heat uh, is at play. So mm-hmm. I hope we're past that. And I hope the heat of, would you say the heat of the moment? Yeah, in the heat of the moment, uh, the heat was on, and, uh, you know, I was um, I was a little lobotomized crazy, so I apologize sure. for that. And the rhythm yeah. is going to get you. Like, no, the, 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 the rhythm, just, yeah, the rhythm got me. Yeah. yeah. Now, look, you may try to blind me with science, but I want you to host this podcast, and I think the lobotomy is still on the table for me. Okay, well, I want you to want me, so you can put your gun down. You do not have to threaten me to do this podcast. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Hello from the Dusty Saloon, a weekly podcast from the Wild West world of Hyphoon. Unfortunately, your regular host, Arnie Niekamp, is not here this week, so I will be sitting in Arnie Niekamp. Seven and a half years ago, Arnie Niekamp fell through a dimensional portal behind a golden corral in Cicero, Illinois, into the old western cowboy world of Hyphoon. Luckily, he's still getting a Wi-Fi signal from the Golden Corral through the Dimensional Rift, and uh, he used his rudimentary understanding of science to build this hand crank that supplies electricity to his laptop, so he is able to record this podcast in the saloon. Hand the crank? I, I, I'm telling you, that, I mean, I guess, I guess you can use that nickname for him, but not for me. Does that, is that oh. clear, Champ? Yeah, okay, I guess that's clear. I'm just, I got just a strict no nickname policy. I don't know yeah, why. Okay, okay, let me take out my little notebook. Do you here. understand that, Champ Champ? Uh, yeah, I think so, I think so. Sorry, I, get, uh, I have to take notes here. Okay. It's so hard for you to write, too, with those hooves. Oh, I just wrote down take notes. What were we saying? No. Oh, okay. Uh, I was saying uh, he recorded this podcast in the saloon, the Burgundy Bronco, in the town of Hogswood, in the land of Hyphoon. And I am joined, as always, or... As the other Arnie always is, the syntax of which is is hard to keep my hands around, by his co-hosts, uh, Ulysses De L'Amour. Yeehaw! I'm Ulysses De L'Amour, wildest gunslinging outlaw you ever met, one in 12 counties, yet known for my bravery and noble heart by those that ain't trying what to manipulate me. The indigenous folk from which we did steal this land know me as Dances with Light and Shadows. The Spanish know me as Maestro del Chaos. And I'm known by those Dolger and Pinkertons in the Northeast as Magic Jack Star. How are you doing today, Arnie? Other Arnie, I should say? I'm doing pretty good. I was just resting and relaxing. So, you know, I'm not necessarily in, like, show mode. You know what I mean? Because I wasn't, like, spending the day preparing to, like, host the podcast. So if I'm a little bit rusty, that's it. But maybe just my natural talent and ability will shine through. You know, I've taken a shine to you, even though I'm still considering lobotomizing you, but uh, your pal over there is still rubbing me the wrong way. Oh, you mean Usador the Wizard, who is the Magic World version of you? I, it's definitely not the version of me. I don't know what gives you that idea, because we are, couldn't be more different. I'd say oil and water is what we are. Yeah, I mean, look, there are subtle differences. Like, he's covered in bird shit. You're covered in some kind of desert shit. I'm. It's unclear. Cactus shit. Cactus shit. That's right. Huh. Head to toe in cactus shit. Huh. It's the best way to stay cool in these uh, out here on the plains. Hmm. Okay. I think I'll be hot. No, that's where they tell us they trick you. Uh, I am also joined. I turned my wizard hat into a poncho. Okay. Thanks, Usador. Usador. How are you doing, Usador? Do you want in on this? I want to go home. 
Oh, okay. We'll go home very soon. I promise. See, that drives me crazy. I hate that. Just because you drape a hat around your shoulders doesn't make it a poncho. I, I know he doesn't make any damn sense. I am also joined uh, by Arnie Niekamp's uh, always co-host, Champ the Talking Horse. Nay, y'all. Nay, y'all to you as well. Oh, thank you so much. Arnie, I have to say, mm-hmm. I'm growing fonder and fonder of you. I feel like you just have just a little, like, homespun charm. You're just kind of, like, kind of fun, kind of fearless. Oh. I just really like your style. Thank you. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. I think you're adorable. You're, like, one of my best buds, but bigger. Oh. You're, like, a bigger version of one of my best buds. Oh, that's a bit of a backhanded compliment. Do you want to put some uh, sugar in your hand, lay it flat? Mm, okay. Here you go. I just happened to have a bunch of sugar in my pocket, so. Ooh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, your tongue really lingers. Okay. Ugh. That's a, that's a thing also. Like, you gotta, horses have big tongues. You know what I mean? It's like, my hand is covered in horse saliva. Well, I'd say one of the hallmarks of this show is the sexual tension between yourself and champ. What? Really? Yeah, the licking of the hand and all, eating sugar. Everyone can read between those lines. Oh, that does wow. sound like a hallmark. Will we fall in love, won't we? Coming this Christmas, Arnie and Champ. Coming this I mean, Christmas? So you have yeah. plans for the holidays? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was an arc of shows where Champ opened up a little bakery, and uh, and you decided to leave your job as a high-powered investment banker and uh, move to a smaller town. Uh, that was a very important arc of, uh, of this particular podcast. Yeah, and we're both so attractive. But will we figure it out? We will. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good to know. Wow. It seems like... So much has happened in the seven and a half years in this world. I mean, I guess a lot of stuff has happened on my podcast. I mean, my podcast is really interesting and dynamic, too. Like, a oh, lot like of stuff has what, happened. What kind of stuff? Like, what uh, adventures or, like, um, what's going on? Well, we were on a boat for a while. Okay. okay. I don't know if that's plot, um, but okay. Oh, I got stabbed. Okay. Did you ever shoot the second moon out of the sky? No. Wait, that happened? Yeah, one of, one of the greatest things that ever accomplishments I ever done did. Uh, was I, I shot the second moon right out of the sky. There was a second moon that showed up. Definitely an evil moon, so I just used my trusty six shooters and shot them out of the sky. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, we did do something like that. And I'm not. It sounds like I'm lying, like just saying that we did the same thing you did, but I'm just remembering. We did do something like that. Oh, yeah, and my big accomplishment was I won a cookout against my s- stepfather, Pappy Schmier. It was a whole arc. It was called uh, The Food, The Dad, and The Ugly. Uh-huh. Oh. You should check it out sometime. It's really popular. Where Where would I find that? Is it behind a paywall or anything? Uh, I think it's on JTunes. JTunes? Uh, is that right? JTunes? Or Dotify? Dotify or JTunes is what oh. Arnie says. It's so hard for me to know if you're just misremembering something or if it's a Oh, I lost that competition. Earth. I tried to win Misremember, but mm-hmm. um, I think Claire won Misremember. But it's hard. She, her memory Ironically, you're not sure trap. you remember who won. Yeah, that is interesting. Let me check yeah, the book. Take a, lot of, a lot of interesting things have done happened here in Hyphoon, and I'd, I'd say no one... No one's more interesting than today's guest, if you'd like me to introduce him for you, Ernie. Oh, yeah, please. I mean, because, again, normally I would introduce the guest, but please, I am but a guest myself. Who, who's the guest? Is it like a pizza skull or something? What? Is it like a pizza skull? A or pizza a- skull? I, I don't know. Those two words don't really go together. Pizza skull. I'm trying to imagine that in my mind's eye, and it's spiraling me into madness. No, 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 no. Today... Today we got none other than that 
recently appointed fighter for good, fighter for the righteous side of the law, uh, one and only uh, co-sheriff of oh, the sheriff. Southwest. Oh, the sheriff. Are, am I going to get a Meet Cowboy World's version of Gianessa? Uh, Gianessa. Is that what Arnie said deep dish pizza is in Chicago? Gianessa's? I believe he did. I believe he mentioned that when uh, Gianessa was here to tell us about uh, about how she was uh, running all those orphanages uh, back in the East and uh, taking care of uh, a number of different charities and uh, good institutions uh, back there. Uh, but no, I'm referring to, of course, the co-sheriff of the Southwest, none other than Tom the Sheriff. Everyone be careful. Did I fool you? There's a wolf. Oh, oh, oh you did fool us. I thought there was a wolf in here. Tom. <laughs> you got me again, Tom. No, that's just, uh, it was a series of coyotes. What? Oh, my God. I did, I, I wasn't going to say, because I didn't want to seem nervous on the podcast, I was a little scared that there was a series of coyotes here in the tavern. Yeah, well, whenever you see about 26 coyotes walking together and you realize it might be a series of coyotes, you might be looking at your old friend Tombleweed Cattle Rest. <laughs> I'm sorry. Co-sheriff of the Southeast. Southwest. Uh, co-sheriff I, of the Southwest. Okay, it seemed like you were unsure of where you were co-sheriff of for a moment there. Yeah, well, sometimes I get spun around. Now, what I'm unsure of right now, when I'm looking at, at, at two of my real good friends mm-hmm. and a third fella, you are Arnie in a way, but also you ain't. Yeah, in a way, and I ain't. Yeah, I am Arnie, but... Uh, you is and you ain't. Yeah, is I is or is I ain't, you're Arnie. Here's the question. I hear, I know I'm going to blow your crazy small West mind. There are other worlds than these. I'm a different Arnie from a different world. Well, now, wait a minute. I'm a gunslinger. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to get my mind around the idea that there are other worlds than these. Mm-hmm. Because I'm looking at my friends here. I'm drawing, <laughs> I'm drawing the three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're, you know? you're quartet, so to speak. My what now? Your quartet, if I, I might oh not yeah, be, yeah, yeah, I might yeah. I'm not be using right. the gun, gunslinger terminology correctly. No, no, no. That that makes sense. The 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 friends the birds have chosen for me. Cool. And those so, weird yeah. crabs that are always with you, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Early now, on, at least. I dropped Early off your on. story for a while. Sure, sure, sure. Well, you know, it could get convoluted, but I just came through the wastelands to see my three friends. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But I sort of feel like two of them. Is right, and one of them is wrong. Huh? And you. So you're you, from a different world. Yeah. And I'm so sorry. Just to rewind a little bit, you also, for a moment, you were pretending to be a call of wolves. Oh no, sure, yeah, wolves, yeah. Oh well, yeah, sure. A series of coyotes. Oh sorry, I get some of those words mixed up. Yeah. No. I, well, I've also pretended to be a call of wolves. I mean, I I used to. Well, as you know, or do you? Uh, work with a a, a troop of players hmm. called Chicken Penis. <laughs> huh. And we go from town to town, as you oh. know, or do you? Arnie, you got to check out the chicken penis. Any saloon huh. worth a damn will have the chicken penis uh, perform there. It is just a hoot and a holler. It's funny name because chicken ain't got a penis. Hmm. Does it? I don't know. Well, if it do, you know, it's probably just underneath all them feathers. Cloaca? Cloaca? Did we ever figure that one Let's out? Let's call the whole thing Let's off. Let's call the whole thing off, my That's what friends. I was yeah. So, do you know me or don't you know me? 
Well, from my world, we're actually not my world. I spent some time in a magical world where that uh, old fucking wizard-looking guy over there is from. Oh, yeah, the wizard in glass over there. I have a poncho. Hey, get get out of that glass for a minute. We can't hear you. I have a poncho. There you go. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Usador. Anyway, in that world, I met someone that was almost exactly like you. His name... Uh, was Tom Blaine Belleroth. <laughs> Tom was... Blaine Belleroth? Now what now? Yeah. My name is Tombleweed Cattlerust. Tom... Yes, which is a f- far Arnie, less silly Arnie, name. Arnie, yeah? don't, do not laugh at Tombleweed. The one thing he hates, well, two things. Don't laugh at Tombleweed. That's his God-given name. And uh, two, don't call him yellow. Oh, whatever you do, don't call him chicken penis. Well, that, that what I guess there's three things. Uh, no, I... He's from a different world. Y'all talking really... about y'all talking about chicken penis? Yeah, you all know the time. we are. <laughs> uh, could we see? Oh, I don't want to put you on the spot. Could we see just a little snippet, a little taste, just a morsel, even a monologue or an aside from the latest chicken penis play that you're putting on in the local saloon? I assume. Well, now it's hard for me to have a lot of time for chicken penis these days. <laughs> As you get older, what? What? As you get yeah. older. Well, sure, but also I've, I've become the co-sheriff. Of Southwest Gulch, you know, oh. and so I've got a lot of responsibilities, and I don't, I don't get to see chicken penis as much as I'd like. Sure. Can, can I ask, uh, Tombleweed? Um, can I call you Tombleweed? Sure. You, since this is my first time meeting you, I feel like in some ways I can probably guess the arc of your life. But do you mind giving me like a a somewhat succinct recap of what's been going on with you for the last seven and a half years or so? Oh yeah. Well, you know, it's a typical story. I was. Born in uh, Southwestville Gulch. Mm-hmm. That's the capital of the Southwest. Okay. And uh, my dad, Big Al Cattlerus, may you rest in peace. Oh, so sorry to hear that. You know, he's the sheriff mm-hmm. of the Southeast. Great mm-hmm. sheriff. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, but also kind of overbearing at times, right? Mm-hmm. He's married to my mom, Busty Cattlerus. And, What's this? Uh, what was your, I'm so sorry. Uh, what was your mother's name again? Bust, Busty. Busty Cattle Rust. Bust, Busty Cattle Rust. You ain't, you ain't never heard of Busty Cattle Rust? I haven't. Whew. She was a... Now, she's a very, very attractive lady. Uh, well, now, very, easy. That's my mother you're talking about, Ulysses. But but sweet, sweet as pie. Uh, yeah. Just one of the uh, best ladies you're ever going to meet in your life. Very high class. Very yeah. high class. It has a nice, uh, fine bustier, bustier plus, I'd say. Okay, that's my, um, that's my mom. Oh, that's my mom apologies, you're talking apologies, about there, apologies. champ. That's my mom. Mm-hmm. Okay, easy, champ. Uh, so, uh, of course, you know how things work. It's a, it's a um, patriarchal, uh, hereditary sheriff, you know. Oh, um, huh. So, wait, it's a, the sheriff is a family role? Yeah, what, how, how do you become sheriff in your world? Hmm. I'd be lying if I understood it completely. I think it's a... Other Arnie said it was like the Daily Family in Chicago. Yeah, the Daily Family. Like every day, who's your family? Yeah. If your dad was sheriff, then you become sheriff. And so, you know, for me, at least in my uh, younger years, it felt like that was a little bit of a burden for me. Um, uh, plus, also, I fell in love with a whiskey maid named Ramblin'. And uh, I'm so Reamblin. Reamblin, a, a whiskey maiden. What's a what's a whiskey maiden? Well, you know, she milked them uh, whiskey horses to get the oh. whiskey out of their uh, little teats there. Yeah. Okay. And mm-hmm. oh, yeah. she was born a rambling woman. Oh yeah, she was born. Well, that's right. She was born rambling woman. Rambling, rambling. And uh, 
So uh, it's not really uh, common practice for a uh, uh, the son of a sheriff to mm-hmm. marry a whiskey maid. Sure. No, that doesn't even sound right. If you went just saying it sounds weird. Now, you wouldn't remember this, but uh, Arnie was very confused when he first found out that you could, uh, you know, extract whiskey from a horse. Uh, we tried to give him some Colt 45, and he's like, that's a beer on my world, a malted liquor drink, not a whiskey. That's so the way. You ain't never had whiskey? Arnie, I had whiskey. Do you want to milk me? G- mm. Fucker? You little fucker, you want to milk me? No, I don't All right, milk what you, did fucker. I, what did I tell you about that famous sexual tension? Wait until the holidays. You're telling me you ain't never had whiskey there now, Arnie? I, I mean, I've had whiskey on... Well, where do you think it comes from, you silly sport? I mean, I don't know. Barrels, I guess. What? Barrels? Yeah, how do you think it gets in there? You gotta milk a whiskey horse. Oh. Now, what you want to milk is a high-proof whiskey horse. Oh, yes. If you go two towns over, go to uh, Mark Maker's. Knock on his door three times, and he'll give oh, you some yeah. of the best whiskey you'll ever have. That sounds like some pappy nonsense. Yeah, they keep those horses up high on the top shelf. Mm-hmm. And you don't they want the, the horses, horses around the, the well. shelf? Oh, yeah. yeah. And each oh, horse's yeah. head is dipped in wax, just so they yep. don't kind of eat something that, you know, they're not supposed to eat. Because that will kind of ruin the flavor of the whiskey. That's right. Yeah. Well, anyway, Ramblin' knew all about that stuff. I fell in love with her. My father, Big Al, says, you can't marry a whiskey mate. So uh, I run off. I say, you know what? I'm not interested in becoming sheriff of your town or, or any of the Southwest. Sure. So you and, run off uh, and marry Ramblin'. No, I left I left the city. Uh, you, no, no, no. You, you don't understand. I wanted to marry Ramblin'. So mm-hmm. what I did was ran away from where she was. Oh, huh. Okay. And a lot of doctors, um, if, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Tumbleweed, a lot of doctors said um, Ramblin' may not be right for you. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. No, you side, effects to may, side effects may include dizziness, upset yep. stomach, fatigue. So you should probably check with your apothecary to see if rambling is right for you. Right. Well, if you ramble for more than four hours, that's not a good sign, you know? Mm-hmm. Can I ask? I don't know if this is forward. I know there's very rudimentary uh, photography in this world. Do you have a. Arnie, please. Just call it elementary. You're being rude. <laughs> Do you have a picture of her? I just. Whenever I see a Reamblin picture, I get very nostalgic. Oh, I think we have a tin plate over here somewhere. Uh, there's maybe there one, yeah, sure. one behind Is there one of Bust, Busty in there, too? Okay, now that's my mom you're talking about right there. Easy does it. Uh, yes, here's a tin type behind the bar. Here you go. Oh. This photograph took the subject to pose for three days to come to fruition. Yeah, it's a long, it's a long time to sit for those, and you can't eat because you have to stay still. I once posed for a daguerreotype. made me lose 20 pounds. Yeah, it's, no, it's a great way to lose... Some extra pounds because you can't you can't move at all. Otherwise, ruins the whole thing. You look like a you know like a ghost. Yeah, they say the camera helps you lose twenty pounds. <laughs> that's yeah, right. that's why they say that. That's right. So anyway, I'm so sorry, uh, Tompleweed. So so you ran away because you couldn't yeah, get married. That's right. I, and so I decided to renounce my name and to uh, to join Chicken Penis. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was going from town to town doing uh, various uh, shows with the with Chicken Penis. Um, that was mostly going great for me. Didn't you win an award for that one where the fly was in the soup? Oh, yeah. That funny scene where the fly was in the soup? Yeah, I (laughs) want a swisher for that. Yeah, (laughs) I want a swisher. And that's named after uh, the way sort of a horse's uh, will will swish away a fly. That's Mm -hmm. right. That's how you you swish away your real personality and you you take on the personality of the person that you're trying to, uh, to become there. (laughs) 
Oh, and um, winning, a, winning a Swisher must be so sweet. Mm, just feels so good. <laughs> oh, Swisher, sweet. Swisher, sweet. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like it's mostly won by people who are like 18 and younger. But mm-hmm. uh, so it's it's kind of rare to see someone older, uh, someone your age, Tumbleweed, win uh, Swisher and, and feel well, that it's, sweetness. It's a, sort of a award that's really appealing when you first are able to win awards. Yeah. You think yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to go for this. It's going to be really cool. It looks cool. cool. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. Do people ever win that award and then hollow it out and put other types of awards inside of it? Well, to be blunt, uh, <laughs> I think that does happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that does happen, if I'm being blunt. If I'm being mm-hmm. blunt with y'all. So, uh, now, I think I saw a posting of an upcoming Chicken Penis play. Is that the group that has Michael Gulch and Winky Silts in it? Yeah, no, those are my those are my friends. You know, they're more uh, full time in it right now because, mm. as I say, I'm I'm sharing the job of sheriff. Because what happened uh, was, for a while, I was with Chicken Penis. Then I was hiding out as a series of coyotes, and that was the series that you saw. Uh, you know, there when I was coming in because um, my sister Throaty Orally wanted to uh, have me killed. She was trying <laughs> so, so- to poison me. I'm so sorry, uh, Tomble, Tombleweed. There's just something about, maybe it's your accent. Every time I hear a name, I just need to hear it again. What, what was your sister's name? Uh, my sister, Throaty Orally Cattle Russ. Throaty Orally uh, We better take a break. Let's take a break. Arnie, just write it down and read it to yourself, and uh, we'll be right back that? with more Tombleweed. How do I spell Throaty Orally? This is like a wiki concern. Life is full of personal wins, whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery, code Wondery. I'm so sorry, and I know during the break I asked you to repeat this like eight or nine times, but just, I swear this is the last time. What was your sister's name? Tarnation. You're worse than the real Arnie. Throaty Orly Cattle Russ. And she was jealous because she's born second. You know, we were twins, but I was born nine years before her. (laughs) And so (laughs) what happened was she wanted to be sheriff. (laughs) Now, I didn't want to be sheriff, but she thought she couldn't be sheriff Till she had me killed. Sure. Now, my mm. argument was always that even though you're twins, you are the eldest by nine years. Mm. Clearly well, making it uh, so uh, that you should have inherited that title. Yeah, that's what the law said, you know. And, and of course, you got a lot of different people coming in saying, oh, we need to examine Busty, you mm. know, 
to make sure who came first. And I'm saying that that's my mom you're talking about. Oh, wow. And I'm sure Big Al had beef with that. Oh, Big Al. Well, I, I could give you a list of Big Al's beef. And it is uh, spicy. It's Was spicy. Busty in labor that whole time? Well, you know, I think so. I think technically. Um, but then again, she was also real busy, you know. Mm. They say she had a lot of lovers during that period as well. Mm. Mm. Wrote her memoirs. Now, can I ask this nine-year difference? Would you say that you're old for your age or your sister's young for her age? Well, now, I would say, you know, we're twins. So mm. we got we got the same birthday. It's just nine years apart. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. All right. Exactly nine years? Well, yeah, we're twins. Okay. Okay. Do you, know, do you understand how twins work? Same birthday. Yeah, Arnie, do you understand how twins work? I thought I did. Yeah. It's just like uh, you have the same birthday, your 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 brother and sister, or you know, uh, siblings in some way, but you're mm. but you come from the same uh, same pregnancy, right? So mm-hmm. you got the same birthday, even if it happens on different year, because there's a lot of there's nine years of pushing. I reckon that means that uh, that you're twins with uh, our Arnie. That's hard to say. Our Arnie. Our Arnie. Yeah. Our Arnie. You know, that's the thing that I have learned from a lifetime of being named Arnie. The name Arnie doesn't pair well with most words. Yeah, now, have you ever thought about uh, changing it to something like Handsome Frank? Ooh. Ooh. Wow, that just rolls off the tongue. Handsome Frank. Handsome Frank. Frank. Yeah, our, well, our Handsome Frank. I'll tell you, our Handsome Frank's different from your Handsome Frank. Yeah. You try it out, works. you know? That works nice. I like that Frank, a lot. Yeah. yeah, our Handsome Frank's, it's ironic because he has scars running all around his face. Oh. Well, I was just going to say, semi-recently, uh, back in my world, uh, a pirate gave me the nickname Beautiful Arnold, which I, is not ironic. Hmm. That's great. Good for you. Hey, mm-hmm. good for you. Mm. Do you want to give me some more sugar? No. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, champ. Oh, my God. Get a stall. <laughs> now, now, Tumbleweed, you got, you're catching Arnie up here, but uh, we yeah. don't want you to reiterate everything that the podcast listeners have been listening to for oh, seven yeah. years. But he should at least very well know that you are also an accomplished author. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, I have written a, a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called, Do You Think You Could Change Your Life? I Coyote, You Can't. <laughs> But now here's the tricky part. Uh-huh. How, how do you think I spell coyote? I couldn't begin to guess. I spell it B-E-T. Huh. So sort of like a pun there. Mm-hmm. Is that a common spelling of coyote? No, and that's what's kind of funny about the book, is, is uh, a lot of people don't realize that you're, I'm pronouncing it coyote, but I got to mm. do that for the... Because the book sort of goes into my journey of becoming a series of coyotes sure. and uh, and disappearing into my role, becoming an actor and all. And then shortly after having written the book, I did go to the uh, the cave of the coyotes. Oh. And with okay. my sister, we did the, the howl and coyote dance. Mm-hmm. And we became co-sheriffs. And let me tell you, uh, ever since that day, I mean, it's not been very fun. Oh, oh no. Because we're very different people you know we have different visions of uh of sheriff in so mm-hmm. well the southwest seems to be relatively peaceful at the moment and citizens seem happy a lot of people really admire that you two put the share in sheriff yeah that's true you know uh but if i could turn back time i'll tell you i'm not sure i would do things exactly the way i i did it 
you know? If you, if you could find a way? Well, yeah, I'm saying if I could find a way, you know. But uh, I believe in, uh, in Sharon, and mm-hmm. I, I, I think that, uh, <laughs> you know, some days I, I, well, I'll be fighting with Rhodey Orley, mm-hmm. and I'll look mm-hmm. at her and I'll say, you know. Snap out of it. Snap out of it, you know. But I'll also say things like, uh, look, I'd like to go start a posse or something, you know, whatever I want to do on that day. And then I'm mm. like, but I got you, babe. You're dealing with coyotes, tramps, and thieves. Yeah, those are the big four. Mm-hmm. You know, Tombleweed here was here that day that I shot the moon out of the sky, and he was like, wow, that moon's been struck. Yeah, that's right. I was so happy I did a dang Shoop Shoop song. <laughs> you and your wet-ass posse. Or WAPs, I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. That's one, for sure. <laughs> That's definitely one of the big ones. So it's been challenging being co-sheriff with. Oh Furley. yeah, yeah. Is, no, it, it's is hard. it because? And I'm just just totally speculating on what I know of the the Foon versions. Is it because your sister's evil and you? Are conflicted about having the job at all? Well, no, that's right. So now, wait a minute. You know a version of Throaty? <laughs> yes. Uh, her name uh, from Enfoon is Trachea Aurelia Belaroth. Now, what the hell does that mean? Sounds uh, like a bunch of nonsense to sounds me. Sounds like a bunch of crazy words. I don't. I don't think that's probably the same person, really, at all. But uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 difficult, you know, to share that kind of thing. So yeah. I thought what I'd do is come down see y'all. You know, have kind of a boys weekend and uh, enter boys myself. Boys weekend! Boys weekend? Boys weekend? Oh, boys night! What? What weekend. now? Boys weekend. A boy, oh, like a whole weekend? Well, what are you going to do at night? You sleep I mean, at night. You sleep well, at night. Yeah. Look up at the stars. I mean, how old are you guys, though? You Suck some mean, whiskey out of a horse's teeth. You can dedicate a whole weekend to the boys? Like a night, but, sure. If you're going to, hey, look, if you're going to go anywhere, it's going to take you a couple weeks to get there, you might as well stay for the weekend. Mm -hmm. Plus, I think it would give me sort of a a leg up, if you will, the upper hand on Throaty Orally if I were to win myself a shooting contest. Oh. Oh, yeah. Then she'd have to sing Let's Hear It For The Boys. And can I say, uh, Tumbleweed, having read uh, one of your early books, I think it was called uh, Yippee Coyote A, I remember that you said it was really tough uh, keeping co-sheriff um, because you have to kind of buy co-sheriff salt. Um, mm-hmm. If there's, you know, if as a co-sheriff, if you're eating food that isn't co-sheriff, you have to, like, bury your tin plates in the desert um, and come and retrieve them two or three years later with a map. Uh, so it sounds like keeping co-sheriff is, is pretty hard. Yeah, there's a lot of rules when it comes yeah. to if you're going to be strictly co-sheriff. And, uh, you know, it's worth it because it's a, pra- it's a practice that gives meaning to your life. But uh, I'll tell you, it, it, it can be difficult. And that's why I thought, give yourself a couple of weeks, you know, head on down, see the boys. And uh, so I said to Crefton, and I said, hitch up the horses. To who? Who's this? Oh, just my, my driver here, uh, Crefton. You know, you know Crefton, right? Oh, you're the other, aren't you? Damn. He steers the stagecoach? Hey there now, listen, somebody saying my name? Oh, uh, it's Crefnan. Okay, Crefnan, you take it easy, man. I, I I don't need to... Well, what I heard was somebody talking my name over there. So what I was wondering is, do you need me to hitch up the horses and get going? No, Crefnan, you take it easy, okay? That's Cre- That's just Crefnan over there. Huh, Arnie? Did you even say hi to Crefton? You're being rude. No, but I can't. You know, I, I, I know how these things go. There, there isn't really a Crefton. 
Excuse me? Excuse me? What do you mean there? I've been through like a parallel version of this. There isn't really a Krefnin. Arnie, no, no, what? no, no. The, no, what? no. Them, is, them is fighting words? Oh, shit. I don't want to fight with words or otherwise. Now, hold on. You just, somebody just say there isn't really a me? Fuck. Oh, now, I, Arnie, I think you may have made uh, Krefnin a little angry. And uh, like any real person, I think yeah, you might have... Uh, Pissed him off there a little. Fuck, Arnie, you really stepped in it this time. Oh, Krefnin, I'm sorry. Damnation. I'm going to get out from behind you here, just in case. Also, that reminds me, why have you been behind me this whole time? Just in case Excuse you Excuse me. Excuse me. Did someone say, oh, Krefnin? Uh-oh. Yeah, I did. Wait, wait you're oh, Krefnin? Oh, my God, I can't believe this. Oh, Krefnin, you're one of my favorite writers. It's a pleasure to see you, sir. Yeah, you're quite a, you're quite accomplished. Well, I'm just passing through town, you know, working on my latest book. Mm-hmm. Oh, Crefton writes some incredible uh, short stories. Hey, wait a minute. Is that old Crefton over there? Okay, take it easy, Crefton. You keep your eye on the horses. I'm just meeting the famous author, O. Crefton. Uh, oh, Crafton, um, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm not familiar with your work. Do you mind giving us a, a little reading of some of your, what, your writing? Well, my stories are well known. Each one has an ironical twist. Hmm. So uh, one will be about uh, two horses round about the holiday time. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the, one of the horses says, what I most want is a new tail. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other horse says, what I want is a, a, a luscious new mane. Arnie, you're never well, going to guess where this is going. I, go I, ahead and guess what happens. One uh, horse cuts off their mane to give the other horse a tail. Huh. And the other horse cuts off their tail to give the other horse a mane. And guess who's unhappy? Who? Both of them. Huh. And the readers, presumably. How dare you. How dare you, sir. Arnie, now, I think that's an incredible story. I, I gotta say, O'Crefton, I'm just in awe of you, and I would love for you to come to the Southwest and do some readings. Arnie, apologize to O'Crefton, and let's walk back through that cave and get the hell out of here. Now, Usador, remember on Foon, Crefton wasn't a real person, right? I'm pretty sure he was. I'm not even sure if O'Crefton was a real person. I think he was. Tom Blaine was. Now, what do you mean by not a real? How, how can someone not be a real person? Uh, we have a, a friend who looks very much like you. Excuse me, Ulysses. It's all right, take your time. I, uh, he he would often uh, uh, disguise himself, just as you disguise yourself as a series of coyotes. Uh, but he would disguise himself as other people. Uh, Tom Blaine would appear as uh, Krefnin or O'Krefnin, and uh, it would turn out it was him the whole time, even though they were in the room together at the same time. It was incredible. <laughs> now, that sounds kind of like wizard magic, which is what I think you're dressed as right now. Is that cactus shit? Well, I turned my hat into a poncho, uh, so I, I, I put some cactus shit on here, no. yes, because uh, it's yeah, the closest thing back can... on your head. Don't make it a poncho, I don't think. Listen, Arnie, uh, Usador, I want to say, if you two would have just read Crefton's book. Wait, Crefton would have just read book? Well, now, has somebody read my book? His self-improvement Crefton, book. Crefton, I told you you're not allowed to write. He has a self-improvement book I read, or I read a draft of, called Steer Clear. 
And rule number one to avoiding a fight in a bar is never grab a bull by the horns. Now, I think the two of you are being a little rude right now, mm. and I would like you to apologize to Tombleweed's friends. Uh, the two who? To Crefnan and O'Crefnan, and to probably to Tombleweed. So Arnie needs to apologize to them? Do I need to apologize? I didn't do anything. No, I'm, Usador does. What? I didn't do anything. I was just telling you about someone from our world. But you were making a connection. You were insinuating. Mm, I was insinuating. And you know what they say, never insinuate, because then you're in sin, Uh and you ate it. (laughs) (laughs) I never heard that before. It's it's just breaking up the rule. You've never heard it? It's just breaking up the word. It's carved in wood above the hearth over here. Yeah, I see that now. Huh. Yeah, but it's carved pretty badly. It's like you sort of try to look at it. It's hard to read the whole thing. Well, Tomble, carved that. Oh, shit. (laughs) What is wrong with you two? I think it's an excellent carving, personally. Uh, I, I, now that I see it, I shall remember it for all the rest of my days. Okay, that's better. Tombleweed, do you accept their apology? I sure do, but uh, I wonder if my friend Crefnan does. Mr. Crefnan. I sure do. Oh, good. Yep, I sure do. Well, uh, I sure do. Mr. Crefnan, uh, we, uh, since I didn't say it to you directly before, I do apologize. Well, thank you. I do appreciate that. And then, uh-oh. Well, this doesn't look very good. <laughs> I think O'Crefnan is dead. <laughs> oh, Crefnan. There's been a murder. Well, let's all uh, take some laudanum, and we will be right back with more uh, with Tombley. So laudanum, is that's safe, right? Oh, absolutely. Everybody drinks it. Oh, it's like Morgulop. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Um, what should we do for this dead author? Well, uh, Arnie, I don't know how death works in your world. But no here, one does, really. What? No? No one no, does? No one really understands it. Okay, well, what it means here is a person uh, ain't there no more. Oh. Yep. Arnie, yeah. Does that make sense? Do you need yeah, to sit down? I think so. Let, I mean, let it me does. Stand let me stand behind you, just in case. Stop. Why? No. And the last oh time a writer God. died during the podcast, you, you made a joke about the Dead Authors Podcast and smiled wide to yourself. Oh, that was a good one. Good work, Arnie Kneecamp, wherever Ooh. you are. 
I gotta say, I mean, this is a tragedy, but Ride or Die is a good name that's for a posthumous also, biography. Yeah. Ride or Die? That's, I, oh, it just kind of rides itself. Can't believe I was standing right here when O. Creffnan died. What were his last words? God, I can't remember. Hmm. Where's his body? Did you bury it already? Or? No, I just kicked it till it fell apart. <laughs> I wonder if somewhere there's somebody <laughs> was hoping to get... Oh, Crefnan, a casket for his birthday. They were hoping to get a book. Does that does that? Well, work? you know, life isn't like an, an Oak Crefnan story. That's very true. You know, things don't often work out uh, quite as symmetrically as they do in, uh, yeah. in his stories. But I'll Which tell is you, why he's a bad writer, right? Well, now, that's awful disrespectful. Arnie, please. You, you kicked his body apart. Well, how am I the one being disrespectful? Well, what do you do when someone dies in your world? You just let him stay on the floor? Arnie, at this rate, you're not going to make it to the annual shootout. Oh. You keep shooting your mouth off like this. Oh, that's right. Okay, sorry. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, put my name in. Tomblewood, Tombleweed. Hold on. <laughs> I've been sucking a horse's teeth. My name is Tombleweed Cattle Rest, and I want my name on the big board. Well, all you have to do is give a quarter to the bartender go out and yell at the moon. All right. Here you go there, barkeep. They'll put your name right under Dr. Piss. I'm going to step outside. Hey, you stupid circle. My name is Tombleweed Cattle Russ, and I'm faster than you. If you don't believe me, I'll shoot you. Got it. Well hey, done. Well champ, done. Champ, Ulysses, while he's outside, uh-huh. is he okay? Is, is he, like, completely together in the head? Oh, absolutely. But I mean, I mean, if I'm honest, being co-sheriff takes a toll. I mean, can you imagine how many people he has to check up on and how many gunfights he has to step into and talk people down? And I don't it's just it's a hard life. Is it ethical for a sheriff to enter a shooting contest? I, I, don't, I don't see any conflict of interest. Hmm. Shot the moon. Shot the moon, boys. If they ask who shot the moon, you tell them. Tumbleweed cattle rust. Well, I certainly will let him know. Now, uh, is there any particular reason you decided to enter the, the the shooting contest this year? Yeah, well, sure, to get the upper hand over my sister, Throaty um, Orally. Yeah. If I come back a shooting champ, you know, mm. it might just be that I get a little bit more respect around mm. uh, the palace, which, of course, is what we call a place where the sheriffs do their business. Sheriff Palace. That's right, the Sheriff Palace. The very famous uh, locale. It's got the little mm-hmm. jail cell in there, a little desk for yourself to kick your feet up on. And, Arnie, uh, sometime you should travel down to Palace, Texas. Oh. It is, uh, oh, I would say beautiful, but it's uh, interesting. Probably okay. Yeah, probably all right. It's, it's uh, Fort Worth it. Okay. Mm-hmm, okay. For the fort. It's worth it for the fort. I'm sorry. Oh, gosh, the fort. Oh, my goodness, down there in Palace. Got to take a look at that, Arnie. Okay. You got yeah. to. There's all kinds of uh, rodeos and bulls and uh, cowboy bars. I mean, it's just, if you're looking for a fight, that is the perfect place to go. So, like, more cowboy stuff. Like oh, more cowboy stuff. You just go in there and, like, spill your drink on someone or call somebody, like, a, a mangy cur or something mm. like that. You know, it's very fun, very fun. Can I ask, and this is a question f- for everybody, and I don't know if this will really make sense. Do you guys ever get tired of cowboy stuff in this world? Like, are you ever like, oh, yes, all the time. No, not you, Usador. Oh, well, what, what do you mean? Do I get tired of cowboy stuff? I don't well, even really understand the question. We just call it stuff. I mean, it's just like, it's cowboy stuff everywhere. Like, is the whole world 
cowboy stuff? Like, does, uh, is yeah, the world's like 70% cowboy stuff. Yeah, and then there's the damn Pinkertons. You want to be one of them fancy boy East Coasters, South Coasters, North Coasters? Anybody who lives on a coast. That's like saying uh, you ever get tired of wind or water, Hmm. you know? Or earth or air or heart. Yeah. Or all of those combined. Or whiskey, you know? The whiskey part I understand. Okay. I don't know. Do you ever get tired of... uh, uh, Well, I don't even know how to say it. Uh, What would the other Arnie say? Do you ever get tired of... Of Earth stuff? Yeah, Earth stuff, I guess. Well, I don't want to talk about Earth stuff so much. I don't so know. So you're I, tired of it. So you are tired of it. I guess so. I guess so, yeah. Huh. But it's so all-encompassing. How do you even how do you even say what is Earth stuff and what ain't, you know? It really only be, I guess you know what, you're giving me a lot of perspective here because it only starts to become clear when you leave Earth. I imagine that you'd have a more of a perspective on Cowboy World, on Hyphoon, if you went to another world. Like I had, like I have someday. I mean, it'd be, it's hard for you guys to have the perspective of a uh. well-traveled <laughs> dimensional traveler like me. Uh. So you're saying traveling will change our perspective? Fuck you! And you, it seems like you're putting on an accent. Oh yes, he'll be talking like you the entire time we're back in Voom. Now, but if it, uh, let me ask you this, because you asked, uh, you asked us a question. Let me ask you a question, and this is for everyone who's Arnie, mm-hmm. um, which could be a couple people. If you're like. Uh, in a non-cowboy world, mm-hmm. who uh, who rustles the cattle? Oh, good question. Good question, oh, Tom. Yeah, this is a good question. Well, on my world, which I guess you would call Earth, um, cowboys. Okay, now wait a damn wait, minute. So you, you just say you're from stuff. a non-cowboy world. Well, you know, cowboys are like a small part of my world, like a very small part of my world. A tall part. Okay, so where, what, who rustles the cattle on the rest of the world? You know what, Usador, who rustles the cattle in Foon? Uh, farmers, I guess? Farmers. Farmers, uh, halflings, um, uh, human farmers? I, I don't know. I think everything is mostly cowboys. You just gotta learn how to look for mm-hmm. it. Cowboys all the way down. That's right. Yeah. I think you go into a different world and the cowboys are different from the cowboys in your world. So you think, oh my gosh, this is just a bunch of cowboys, you know? But what you're what you do, you're not seeing the cowboys for the, you know, for the plane, hmm. because you know that expression. No, the I'm not seeing the you're cowboys. Not seeing the cowboys, not for, seeing the the cowboys for the plane. It means huh. you're so inside of it that you can't see the sort of macro of it. Like if you were to uh, rise above it, like a you know some kind of a bird or something, and look down, what you'd realize is it's all it's all cowboys all around you all the time. As but you're, you're so inside the cowboys don't that you don't, don't... What? No, I'm just saying you're the, so inside the cowboys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're up in them, you know? Sure. And so you don't see, you don't realize uh-huh. that you're inside a cowboy. I guess I do have to face the cowboy ugly truth. Arnie, get down off the bar. What are you I doing? I just want to dance. You're, come on. I mean, what kind of music do you have in, in your world? Because we have, like, the your basic, like, cowboy bebop. We got, like... <laughs> You know, cowboy jazz. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sure. Cowboy classical. Trench coat mouth. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Very niche. Um, what else? He- heavy cowboy. The Dixie Chicks. <laughs> R and Cowboy. Chris Gaines. What? What's Chris Gaines? Well, he's a real person. For a while, he played a character, but that didn't really go over. Mm-hmm. He was pretending to be a cowboy for a while. Yeah. But everyone sort of knew it was him. It was kind of silly. Oh, I see. I see. 
Like Greffinen. Like what now? No, no. no I don't, I'm sorry. I don't want now, to. Did somebody say my name? Somebody say Greffinen? Because I'm right over here, and I'm clearly a different person. Hmm. The way he said that. <sighs> and I'm, I'm over here, you see. Mm-hmm. So, so what's the issue, Arnie? You know, clearly there was time for him to move from one place to the other to say those things, but that doesn't mean that he did that. It just means there's two different people in two different spots. You can't account for the time in betwixt it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, how do I know that you and Champ aren't the same person? That's a good question. And that all this sexual tension isn't just, you know, you you trying to crank one off. Hand crank. You say it in your world. You crank crank one off, you know? It's like uh, you you, you try to uh, pleasure yourself. Oh, yeah, no, I got got it. Oh, you're going to tell me in your world it has less cowboys in it? Good luck. Now, what if what if there was some sort of test for you, Arnie? Because uh, mm-hmm. maybe you're a cowboy and you just don't even know it. Yeah, maybe uh, you're a cowboy and you don't even know it. Yeah, uh, so maybe you should ask yourself a question. Like, um, okay. Where have all the cowboys gone? That's, hmm. that's not a bad one to start. Uh, or like, sure. should I do things the cowboy way? That's an excellent question. Uh, you could say something like... Um, Mama, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys, question mark. Hmm. Now, close your eyes. Close your eyes. Just close your okay. eyes. Close right. your eyes. Exactly. Okay. And then, and then close your eyes. Open your eyes to the possibility of being a cowboy, but not your not your literal eyes. Yeah. So right. keep, close your eyes. Oh, okay. Stop oh, that. Sorry. Stop yeah, doing. Keep open. your eyes open. Close okay, your yeah. eyes. But keep open, open. But open your eyes. Like a to possibility. No, Arnie. Okay. Close your eyes. Oh. Uh, now just but, imagine. Just imagine. Just I want you to do a little visualization. Okay. See if you're a cowboy, and I'm not saying you are. All right. You're riding through the desert on your horse. Wow. Okay. Does my horse have a name? Champ. Yeah, champ, whatever. But it's not sexual at this moment, okay? At this moment. You're riding through the desert and uh, try to just clear your mind of any imagery, okay? Easy. What kind of hat What kind of hat you got on? Mm, do I have to be wearing a hat? Well, no, I'm just saying what kind, yeah. what kind of hat do you have on? No, no hat. Pass. What? Next question. You're not inside. You got to be wearing a hat. Not inside. I, Arnie, I said you're riding through the desert on your horse. Arnie, the sun is going to destroy you. I'm yeah. just not much of a hat person. I just never really have been. I can also look at this hair. I mean, would you hide this hair? Wait a minute. What? Okay. What have I? Are your eyes still closed? Uh, which ones? You both of them. Uh, no. In the dream, in the visualization, your eyes are open, but in real life, your eyes are closed. You got to keep your eyes closed. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, what did you just say to me? Mm. You said, "Look at this." Arnie, look, look at this hair. That's right. What if I told you that ain't no hair? That's a hat. Oh. Huh. Arnie, tip your hair. Tip your hair to the man. That hair that you've been so proud of, mm-hmm. that was a hat all along. Huh. See? The hat's, the hat's inside you. Don't you see? Yeah. The hat's inside you, and it's also, it's also your hair because it, it grows out from you. Huh. Does that make sense, Arnie? You have 10 no. gallons. You have 10 gallons of hair inside you. That's, that can't be good. There's a scientific term for that. Okay. Just keep on with the visualization. Mm-hmm. You're riding along, okay? The wind's blowing through your hat, happy as can be, and some of your cattle start to get unruly. I have cattle? Do I have to so have you cattle? Reach for, you reach for... You got to finish you, what he's saying there. What do you lasso them with? Uh, um, I guess a rope. I mean... a. Can okay, I, see how natural that was? Oh. Mm. See how natural, like, I just asked you, and I didn't implant any 
cowboy idea in that. I just said to you, okay, so imagine your cattle are going wild. What do you lasso them with? And immediately, pretty quick there, you were like, my rope. Now, why do you have a rope? He's got you um, there. Because you said lasso? You're, no, because well, I said lasso. But I said, what are you going to lasso them with? It couldn't, you know, like, didn't have to be a rope. I just said, your cattle are going crazy. So do you see how you are a cowboy? Wow. Yeah, here, let, let, let me try one, uh, Tombleweed. Uh, Arnie, imagine it's, uh, it's late at night. Mm-hmm. And uh, you and some friends are sitting around the campfire, and uh, someone breaks out a pot and starts making a stew. And uh, while you're waiting to eat, you pass the time by playing music on your small handheld rope. Now, only a cowboy would say that. That's <laughs> shit. Because, see, if you were like a uh, traveling mariachi. You might say like a guitar or something, mm-hmm. but yeah. only a cowboy would play a, a song on his little rope. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, think about this. Just to, I That's want impressive. you to clear your mind. Just be fast, okay? You don't. Also, I'm just going to say you don't have to tell me to clear my mind. Okay, you just. It, but start, I just don't want you. To, I don't want it's you clear. to overthink this. Your neck is sweaty. You wipe it with your band what? With my what? With your band what? With your band what? My band what? With your band yeah, what? Now, just clear your mind. Your neck is sweaty. You reach out and you notice it's already there. You wipe it with your band. Oh, I'm fucking trying to come up with anything else. On your band. Oh, Danza? Close well, now, enough. Close, close enough. That's awfully close. Is that what you call bandana in your world? Yeah, a b- bandanza. Yeah. Sounds like a cross See? between a bandana and a bonanza? Sort of, hmm. yeah. You got to ask yourself who's the boss, you know? Are you... That's the question. Okay, I, Arnie, I got one. Close your literal eyes okay. and open your eyes to the possibility. Okay, you're in a town, all right? Mm-hmm. You're in a town, and they're under siege. They're under attack by a group of bad cowboys. Now, there's only a few hours until these bad cowboys come to the town, this small town where the people need you. Mm-hmm. You are going to uh, help the town by sowing... By sowing... Clear your mind. You're, so, you're going to sow... Arnie, you're going to sow... Clear your mind. You're sewing. Artie, come on. I don't. Uh, Artie, open your eyes to the possibility. You're sewing. I wish I had listened to the first half of this scenario. Your oats, Arnie. Your oats. Oats. You're sewing your oats. Oh, that's right. That's your, that's always, you finish every sentence with oats. I'm hungry. Oats is for horses. (laughs) Guys, guys. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry I'm late for the podcast. uh, Did you start without me? Oh. Oh my God, my old friend. Now look at this. It's really you. Yeah, Tombleweed. How you doing, man? Good to see I'm you. I'm doing all right, man. Good to see you. Yeah. How's how's the sheriffing going? Well, it's been stressful. I got to be honest. I just mm-hmm. told this other fellow, you know, the whole thing. He's denying his inner cowboy. You keeping co-sheriff? Have you gone over I'm that? Keep, I'm keeping co-sheriff, but I'll tell you, man, it, it is hard. You know, there's a mm-hmm. lot of rules. But spiritually rewarded. Spiritually rewarded. And champ, I have some sugar for you. Oh my God! When are you? When are you guys gonna fuck? Thank <sighs> you, Daddy. Where have you? Where have you, where where have you been? Uh, Look, I know I don't talk about this very much, but you know I, I had this this project I've been working on for a couple of years, and it seemed like I would never finish it. Well, when the Baron came to town with his train, I figured I realized I had the last piece of what I needed. But I'm gonna need everybody's help during the shootout. I'm gonna steal that train. And finally get home to Earth. You finally finished your flux capacitor? I did. Well, Woo-wee. damnation. Well, you can count on my help, partner. Holy shit, you're going to get back to Earth? 
That's what he just said there, cowboy. Yeah, he just said that. This is one of the things I do. I repeat. Doesn't he? Does do you not like repeat everything that people say? Uh, sometimes, I guess not. Not that much. Do I? Is that something I do? Do I repeat everything? Arnie, are you still trying to get back to Earth? I, in my own way, I am. Okay, but it's complicated. Right. I have a thing right, in my head, right. so I kind of am back at Earth. Uh, if you want, you can come with me back to Earth. That's a different Earth. It's not my Earth. Do we know that for sure? I mean, are there two Arnie knee camps in the same Earth? And look at how many fucking cowboys there are here. Well, how can there be two Earths? Are there, is there two half-foons? Bro, uh, I don't know. Have you guys dealt with any alternate dimensions? I mean, honestly, multiverse stuff feels a little played out right now. <laughs> what? We're just getting to it. If I'm being real with you, just I, I, it feels like everybody's doing it. So uh-huh. it's almost sort of interesting. I feel like we were ahead of the curve. But I guess now that you mention it, maybe like six years ago, we did like, uh, there's like a soap opera world we went into. Oh. Uh, there was a circus world we went into. What else? What else? Of course. Uh, Yossi's, what else was there? Yeah. There's Evil Hyphoon. Don't forget that one. Oh, Evil Hyphoon. Oh, there was Hyphoon for old people, only for old people. Mm. You had to be 85 or older. Um,. There was gluten-free hyphen. Huh, so you, you have done a lot. Well, I wouldn't say a lot. Oh, there's Python. There's cowboys everywhere, though. Think about that. Mm. You might be a cowboy. Yeah, it's just different kinds of cowboys. Yeah, sometimes there's a solid laugh to end on. Other times you just pull the plug and let the water drain out of the bath. And remember, while the multiverse might seem creatively exhausted now, we were the first to creatively exhaust it. Not that any of it is real. Use It or the Blue and Ulysses D. L'Amour were played by Matt Young. Champ the Talking Horse was played by Adol Refai. Tumbleweed Cattle Russ was played by special guest Steve Waltine. Loving and supportive husband to television writer and performer Kate James. Nothing pleases Steve more than having the household ready for Kate's return at the end of every working day. Says Kate, not many people get Steve's little sci-fi jokes or historical witticisms, but he tries so hard and makes a mean Moscow mule. Guess I'll keep him, right ladies? Steve also writes for The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Hello from the Magic Tavern is an independent production, made possible by Patreon supporters like... Chris Costa, Brittany Marie, Mego, Jack Facchino, Jade Stagg, Mystical Adult Entertainer, Navy Lock, Oliver Hergeth, Zach Meyer, Tegwin Feldbush, aka Radagast the Brown's go-to late-night hookup, Rob Ware, Yasmin, Software Wizard in Training, Lindsay Hall, Mia J, Emily V, and Jean Lattig, Private Eye. Patreon supporters get ad-free versions of new and old episodes, all the Magic Tavern spin-off series like Masters of Mayhem, Earth Games, and Hey Tavern Tavern, plus two new completely exclusive bonus episodes each month. To learn more about all the perks of supporting the podcast, visit patreon.com slash magic tavern. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Arnie Niekamp, Matt Young, and Adol Rafai. Post-production coordination by Garrett Schultz. This episode stitched together from seemingly unworkable scraps by Anna Hoverman. Hello from the Magic Tavern logo by Alert Leban. Magic Tavern theme by Andy Poland. Cowboy World version of the theme song by Eric Jacoba.
Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground, and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.